Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to The Champagne Way, episode 80. I'm Trina. And I'm Jess. We're down to one host this week, if you can't tell that already. And uh, that's thanks to the good old Tennessee weather um, that it seems has uh, caught Lindsay, I guess. Uh, we're currently in one of the 12 seasons of Tennessee weather. Um, this one would be the spring of deception. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know the 12 seasons of, of Tennessee weather, Jess? Um- I, I think I've heard that term, but I, I can't rattle them off. Um, well, okay. So like the, the 12 seasons, there's the winter, full spring, second winter, uh, which I'm pretty sure is what we just went through. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the spring of deception, which is what we are in now, um, which means we should be gearing up for third winter soon. Ugh. Uh, then the pollening, actual spring, summer, hell's front porch, false fall, second summer, actual fall. Mm -hmm. Does does that sound accurate to to you? It it does. Um, I'm a little bit worried about, sorry, did you say the pollening? The pollening. The (laughs) pollening. Um, yeah, I think me and my allergies are going to have to, uh, I mean, I know that I know that's a thing. I know that comes all the time. I know the pollen comes, but just that name sounds real ominous, right? The pollening sounds like it. It sounds like something evil. Yeah, um, which it's, which is probably accurate in in many many a ways. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a. I'd like to see a, a horror movie made with that title, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I I definitely think it's a. Uh, it's pretty funny. Um, but anyways, that seems to have caught up uh, Miss Lindsay, and that is why she is not on the show today. So let's get into this. What is in your cup this week, Jess? Um, I got that good old LaMarca uh, leftover from a bottle that I opened last Sunday. Uh, still got those bubbles. Um, so that's what I'm down in. Uh, what about you, Trina? I'm going through the Oh What Fun Sauvignon Blanc, the Mar- Marlboro, which makes me think of cigarettes. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still working my way through that that whole set. So uh, this one is the bright and refreshing flavors of grapefruit, ripe lemon, and lime. And it is actually pretty good. I, I really like this one. Yeah. Um, I still have some of my bottles, and I don't know how ashamed I should be that, like, two and a half months later i still got bottles of that uh see i'm just i'm i'm in it i don't i'm not really like i don't know (laughs) it doesn't seem to bother me too much that you know i'm still drinking it i guess (laughs) two two months later yeah um i was talking about that with friend with a friend the other day and i was just like man i feel like this has been the longest period of time like not that I've been sober by any means, but it's just like the longest period of time. Like I don't really dr- drink a lot. Like there's people who drank a lot in the beginning, like of this whole pandemic thing. And it's, you know, I think Marshall and I we were talking about, we did the opposite because it's like, it just makes us more anxious <laughs> and there's yeah. already so much to be anxious about. So it's like, 
or we'll just not drink a lot. And then also with a kid around, it's just like, there's not really like <laughs> one of us has to be functional to take care of the kids. So it's like, and if you just drink alone, then that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, what, uh, we got any champagne shout outs this week? We sure do. Um, our listener, Laura wants to give a shout out to Ashley at mom and Belford's bake shop. Um, Mama Milford made some delicious birthday cookies for Laura's father, and they were great, and he loved them. I I do love some Mama Milford's uh, bake shop cookies. Her cookies are just so good. She is the one who made our second anniversary, our second birthday a year ago, um, our champagne cookies for that. that. Do you remember those? Uh, yes, they were so good they're so good so good i know I, I i use her for like every event that we need cookies for um it's, it's it's nice to know a friend who's got like ins to the cookie biz i'm just saying mm-hmm. i know they and they look so beautiful but like you know sometimes those cookies that people make they look really pretty but they don't taste good but like hers like tastes really good yeah they like taste good and they look good so, yes, you know, if you have the opportunity, find a friend who can bake cookies, like real good cookies. Mm-hmm. Make that person your best friend. <laughs> Do it. Um, all righty. So you've got something fun for us to start out this episode. Uh, I do. I have some champagne news. Well, uh, who doesn't love some champagne news? I know. Um, and the star of our champagne news is Jay-Z. Of course. Of course it's Jay-Z. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't it be? Um, so I don't know if you knew this, Trina, but Jay-Z has a champagne brand. I don't think I did know that. I mean, I know he used to rap a lot about Cristal, but it kind of makes sense to be based off of that, that he would then venture into the the l- luxury champagne brand and lifestyle so it's actually funny that you mentioned crystal um because he actually did indeed used to plug that a lot but then he publicly boycotted that brand after a top exec made disparaging comments about its popularity in the hip-hop world oh why Um, would you like why would you be mad about that you get customers and it's cheap like it's not it's not cheap champagne so it's like no matter who's buying it like why would you be mad about that i i don't know so he moved on from crystal um and so then back in 2006 he bought a 50 percent stake in the um armand de de brignac brignac brand um and promoted it in a video before it launched so it was like a brand new brand um, and so then in 2014, I guess it was doing so well, he just bought the entire brand. Um, so then he released a bottle, a special bottle of champagne called Ace of Spade Champagne. Um, and so that retails for like $880. Um, wow. So that's a little bit more than the Dom that we sampled on our birthday episode. Wow. That's crazy crazy expensive yes um so anyway so that's like jay-z's like history of champagne um so anyway so this past week 
he announced that um, he sold half of that Armand de Brignac um, brand to Moet. So we know Moet's a really big player in the champagne of game. Of course, yeah. Um, so he's he still has half his brand, but he just sold half of it. Um, so it, I guess it's a really big deal. Um, I mean, Moet's a really big player, a really big name, like all the way back to like the 1700s um, in Champagne, France. So it's a big power change. You know, we have really big Jay-Z, who's not just like a hip hop star. I mean, he's a like he's a power player just in the world. I mean, Beyonce business mogul. Like, I mean, between the two of them, they have multiple brands like yeah. they they have and they have an entire company that has to be managed based off of all of their like endeavors from like you know just everything. I mean fashion lines and now I mean I think they've even ha- had their hands in other food or beverage companies so Yeah. Yeah. So now he's he's partnered with a really uh well-known respected champagne brand um And so here's just another other fun fact um, that's kind of maybe a precursor to this partnership. Um, Last year at the Golden Globes, before the world went to hell in a handbasket, um, (laughs) Jay-Z and Beyonce brought their Ace of Spades champagne to the Golden Globes, just brought their own champagne to the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes is heavily sponsored by Moet. So either that was a precursor to all of this happening or like the the two of them just don't give a <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because who who walks in in any case and brings their own when it's literally sponsored by what would be a competitor? I mean, they were just promoting their champagne or they just wanted to drink their own. Um, but that's what's going on in the champagne world oh, and Jay-Z. Yeah. That's that is pretty funny, actually. Yeah. I wonder if like behind the scenes, like if, you know, in any normal case, someone would be scolded or like receive a little slap on the wrist or something for bringing their own brand into a, an event like that. But it's Jay-Z and Beyonce. So it was like, nah, I'm not going to be the one who's going to go over there and be like, hey, you can't have that here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Either oh, get rid of it or get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who's going to do that? <laughs> I mean, it's like the power couple, like the it couple. No, nobody's going to, who's going to walk up and say that? Yeah. Right. I mean, although I don't think anyone should be above the rules <laughs> of something like that too, because that could obviously affect the company and the organization and all that, but you know, but still, <laughs> that's a that's a lot there i'm sure somewhere they had it in a contract that was just like hey we're gonna bring this in and here's your heads up it's either you let us do this or we're not showing up (laughs) to your event i mean because they have the power to kind of do that so they probably didn't Mm -hmm. ask or tell i guess but yeah yeah anyways well that, that i like how you said that that little thing about before the the whole world went to hell in a handbasket, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I've got a good story about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> have you seen this trend that was going around about worst? Uh, I don't even know if it was technically pre-pandemic. It was just worst, um, worst tattoos or worst decisions that were made. Something along those lines. I need to find the exact title real quick. Um, 
this TikTok trend that was, okay, it was dumbest tattoo. It was asking yeah. people to share their dumbest tattoo that they've ever gotten. Okay. Have you seen any of that going around online? I have seen a little bit of that. Okay. Yes. Well, this this woman, this 25-year-old woman in Kentucky, apparently just like won the internet this week <laughs> with with her contribution to this category of dumbest tattoo that you've ever gotten oh my god and it's all about timing all about timing so she has a tattoo that i'm gonna read it to you okay it says it's it's words written out on her arm Uh and it says courageously and radically refuse to wear a mask oh no yeah courageously and radically refuse to wear a mask so like reading that considering the year that we've had would you not be like oh my god you anti-masking crazy person why would you get that tattooed on yourself (laughs) like like so anti-masker that you just went and got those words just like tattooed like crazy yes so then I read a little bit more about this because this all these articles that came out. Like if you actually look up uh, pre-pandemic tattoos or worst pre-pandemic tattoo, it's literally all of Google is devoted to this, like multiple articles on this girl's story. Um, so she got this tattoo on March 4th, 2020, before the whole world shut down. This is actually... Two days before Kentucky, where she's from, announced their first case of COVID. Oh, no. So first case, like one case of COVID, not even like pandemic, like no signs of it. You know what I mean? Because it went quick once they, they like people started getting it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so she got this and it has nothing to do with masks and pandemics. <laughs> But, okay. But this poor girl has had to have it covered up <laughs> because of what it says. So basically, a friend of hers, I guess they were having this conversation, um, and her friend said to her this quote. Um, and it was about how her friend just really, really admired her and said, You courageously and radically refused to wear a mask. And it was meant to be. Like, you don't pretend that you're something you're not. Um, And she liked the quote so much that she tattooed it on herself. So it was supposed to be a compliment. And it's basically turned into, like, the worst thing that she's ever put on her body. (laughs) Well, okay, sorry. Where where is it on her body? So it looks like, from the pictures of it, it's on her arm, but it's on her lower forearm. Like, right right, um, below the crease of where your elbow is. Oh, no. So it's visible to everyone, essentially. So she, she's she been quoted saying, like, she basically, like, all of last summer, when really the anti-maskers started coming out, she, like, wore long sleeves outside, constantly was covering it up because she didn't want to be associated with the anti-maskers because that's what the tattoo looked like and kind of almost m- looks like it means that. And then, uh, but she has been wearing masks. Like she's not an anti-masker. She she all for it. She wants everyone to be happy and safe and 
have a life outside of this whole pandemic thing. Her mom apparently has even taking pictures of her wearing a mask and of the tattoo because she thought it was hilarious that the irony of her getting that. So I think that was a little bit of a, her mom poking fun at her because her mom hates tattoos and she's just like, this is why you don't do that. <laughs> I mean, of course, of course, mom, this is like every mom's dream to be like, look, this is exactly as you said, why you don't do this because. Because it comes back to be your worst nightmare. Well, because you just never know. I feel like that's the thing that parents a lot of times will say is like, you just never know what's going to happen. And I mean, you could live by that motto, but you'd almost like never do anything ever. But I, I don't know. I thought this story was just hilarious. The more and more I think about it, the more I'm just like, oh, that poor girl. Um, it got me thinking about two different things, but like, like one, have you ever made like a decision that you're like, oh, I immediately regret that decision. But also like, if you think about where you were a year ago, because right now, we're pretty much in that same spot. We're two weeks prior to the whole world changing and a pandemic happening and us shutting down for 30 days, which has turned into now almost a full year and no ending in sight right now. You know, there's a little glimpse of hope with, uh, you know, some things right now, but like and the vaccination, but like that's it's a glimpse of hope. We're a year later and we're still wearing masks and we're still at home and and all that. So like it makes me think, what were you doing this time last year and what were you still excited about? Um, well, I can literally read you my memory from a year ago. Um, so a year ago today, <laughs> I was at a National Predators hockey game and <laughs> I really was not having any regrets or I was going for it because I said the Preds have all food half off tonight. So we went all in with hashtag Fat Tuesday and got the yard sale. Nachos, pretzel, and chili dog. And um, there's a picture of me holding up the pretzel. And that's like, you know, the Preds had like the big like bucket of food. Uh-huh. And so... Uh, we went all in and there's like a picture of me with this food. And in the background, you can see a bunch of people sitting and the arena all around. Um, so, and also funnily enough on this same day, um, I was the final day of early voting. So I also have a status of, I had to park on the side of the road and the line is winding through the shelves. Wow. So that's a different thing too. So last year for early voting, it was, you know, so, I mean, also the line was also winding through the shelves during the pandemic, but it was like set up totally different. But I mean, I just remember going in very easy to get in line to early vote last year, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was just like, I'm so happy to see so many people are exercising their civic duty, but dang. So I just think that's like so it's just so interesting, like thinking about how I had to early vote in November and then how thinking about last year. Um, that's just it's there's so much about that. That's that's crazy to me, like looking at it, uh, looking at us now and even in the last couple of months, like how much changed, like you said, voting last year and and everything that ended up changing between the beginning of the year and the end of the year, how they even ran lines and the whole process. Um 
But the idea that you have a picture of yourself like this time last year at a sports arena with what what that arena holds like 17,000 people, something yeah. like that. And and there's when's the when's the last time that happened? Was it that picture? Was it two weeks after that picture? Like it to me, that's just nuts. Yeah. So that was just really funny. Um, and I, this time last year, I was also still looking forward to our New York trip, which that was happening at the end of March, which of course did not happen. So, <laughs> um, I think so, yeah. th- this time last year we were starting to gear up like, well, granted we still had like a practically a newborn at this time. I mean, we were in that first three month phase where people were like, it's our fourth trimester. Like we were just getting out of that phase. And we, like, we had, we had actually so many trips planned last year, like, like that didn't happen. Now that I think back at it, we were like, oh, we're going to get a new car by the spring. That didn't happen. We're looking at those now <laughs> because we were like, well, we're not going anywhere. Um, but we were, we were going to go, I think, in early spring, we were looking at going to uh, my in-laws in Georgia and visiting them for the first time with Waylon. And then we were looking at by summertime, um, I was supposed to take a trip with uh, all of my sisters. And um, by September, we were supposed to take a 10-year anniversary trip that was going to be like a big, our first big trip, possibly even without the baby. And um, then by fall, I think we were supposed to have another big trip because it was my sister's 40th birthday and we were going to go on this big trip for her. I mean, so that right there, that's like four big trips that we had planned throughout the year that did not happen. And there's no chance of them like, but we're not going to make up any of those trips probably. Like we might, you know, maybe about my sister's 45th birthday, we'll do what we would have originally done for her 40th. But like, even for our anniversary, it's kind of like, what do what do we do? We're not going to get our 10th year back. <laughs> we did a little <laughs> virtual thing and that's it. And I kept remembering last year, it's like as the pandemic rolled on more and more, we were like, maybe we'll just go to the beach. Oh, well maybe we'll go here. Oh wait, maybe we'll go to Disney world. Like, no, we, <laughs> we sat here in our basement and had a virtual like party with the people who went on our original wedding cruise 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's so funny. Um, just thinking about that. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's uh, like thinking about those trips and stuff. I was talking about that with, with Will today and I was like, all those trips, like, I'm like, yeah, we're probably, we're not going to get that time back. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm trying to think of what else I was doing this time last year. Also, oh, our first, tr- our first time away from the baby we ended up going to our friend's wedding here in Nashville and didn't even think about that at the moment. It took us a while to realize just the significance of that. She had her wedding, I think, on the like 11th or 12th or something like that. It was like when people were just talking about like there was a rumor still like maybe we're going to shut down. And what does that mean when they say we're going to shut down? Like, and so we were like, well, I mean, there's only like one case in Tennessee. Like, surely we should be fine to go to this wedding. 
And I remember going to the wedding and then thinking like right after that, like within two days after that, I think we were shutting down our office at work and everyone was being sent home. And I was like, maybe we shouldn't have gone to this wedding where all of these people came from different states and places like it didn't cross our minds when we were there we were just kind of like yay we are so proud of ourselves we got out of the house without our baby (laughs) we went and did something and yeah and and then realizing later (laughs) hmm now a year later that's literally the last thing that we did and the only social thing we did outside of our house in like a year. <laughs> wow. So, because again, newborn last year, it was like, now we have a full-blown toddler who's walking and trying to run around the house. <laughs> so you guys, you guys had like a double whammy. You had like a newborn and a pandemic. Oh, yeah. I've, I've said that over and over again to people too, because... um for me, uh, well, if you talk about that with Marshall, that's his double whammy. For me, it's like a triple whammy because I had the entire year prior, well, not entire year prior, but most of the year prior when I was pregnant, I, it's not that I wasn't social, but I wasn't doing all of the same things I was doing before. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't go out as much. I didn't drink as much. Well, not didn't drink as much. I didn't drink. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I didn't drink. Um and like I didn't want to go. I didn't have the energy to necessarily go to as many shows as I was doing before cuz I've always been a very big social person. I liked going to um networking events. I liked going to shows, industry events, and I like maybe did two things that year, I feel like. I mean, who wants to go when they're like that big and, you know, just Right. Yeah. So, it's crazy. So I feel like that's it's been like 2 years for me in lock, lockdown and not having much of a social life. So that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I asked Lindsay uh, about what she was doing a year ago at this time before everything shut down. And she goes, not much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not much. not much. I'm sure she really thought about it and looked at like her old memories. She probably was like, like there was probably a lot going on that she just doesn't remember. <laughs> I mean, but that was like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like in, in real talk. So, yeah, it really was. It feels like that. I feel like I've aged a lot in the last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can't actually blame it on just having a baby. A lot of people would say it's that. It's not. No. And we've no. all aged a little bit. For real. It's so, true story. Well, going back to this uh, Kentucky woman with the worst pre pandemic anti mask tattoo. Um, have you. Any stories about like worst tattoos ever? Um, I mean, not not personally, although I do um I do have a tattoo. My tattoo is a good tattoo, but I do remember standing in a tattoo parlor when I was fifteen with a friend who was older and who was getting a tattoo. Um and if Everyone will remember I was a big penguin fan based on my social aim, based on my aim name and my email name. <laughs> um, and I was, while he was getting his like Chinese symbol tattoo, um, I was like, I'm going to get a penguin tattoo when I'm older. Thankfully, I can say no regrets on that one because I did not get a penguin tattoo. No regrets. <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> um, but i i do there's it everyone search the internet there's all kinds of crazy tattoo stories um including i saw someone literally got ted bundy's teeth bark tattooed on them 
Oh, no. Yeah, it's gross. That's horrible. Um, It is. But I did find some delightful celebrity tattoo stories gone wrong that I would love to share with you and that that are just great. Oh, I love this. Okay. So Ariana Grande had to um, correct her tattoo um, because she wanted to get a Japanese tattoo that said seven rings, Uh like the number seven and the word rings. Um, but, uh, it actually translation gone wrong. It translated to say barbecue grill. (laughs) How do you get that from like seven rings (laughs) to barbecue grill? Wow. I I don't know, but it was one of those things where she got it done. I don't, you're, you're like a pretty rich celebrity, like double check on that stuff. Yeah. Like, don't you have people you can go to to make sure that you don't do something that stupid i know i don't know so she got it done on her palm posted it i guess on insta and her followers were like hey girl that's not what that says wow Um, she got so instagram followers called her out on it yeah so she did she get it fixed uh i think she she yeah she got it fixed yeah that are removed like first of all like getting it on your palm like, I know that's that like just you're gonna, seems like one it'd be painful. Two, yeah. if it's wrong, that's a horrible place to have an incorrect tattoo. And three, if you get it removed, holy moly! The, the, like, how bad would that hurt? I know it, right? Um, yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, then we have uh, Ashley Green. I don't know if you remember her from um, she uh, Twilight. Twilight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she got Life's a Dance tattooed on the top of her foot, um, but she left out the apostrophe. So, you know, <laughs> it's kind of minor, but it's just one of those things that like, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's just you got to carry around like your bad grammar for the rest of your life. It pretty much exactly. Um, I feel then, like that's something that you would just not stand for at all. Be like, no, no, no. You're gonna have to go in and like add an apostrophe somehow artistically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, here's a kind of weird, weird one. Um. Megan Fox, actress Megan Fox from like Transformers and other things, I'm sure. Um, she had Marilyn Monroe tattooed on her forearm. Um, but then she found out Marilyn Monroe had bipolar disorder and she didn't want that negative energy in her life. And so she had it removed. Wow. Like even when you get them removed, though, it kind of like leaves a scar of it, doesn't it? Yes. So that's, I mean, again, that's why you think about it before you get a tattoo. (laughs) Yeah. My dad's always preached that. He's always been like, you know what? You can get a tattoo, but think about it before you get one because you're stuck with it forever and your interests and your geographical location, all of that can change. So like think about if you had gotten that penguin tattoo, Uh, that might've been like your favorite thing back then, but also you know, think about how much of a sports fan you became over the years. Right. You know, and, yeah. 
<laughs> like, exactly. just just saying like also exactly. these people who get these celebrity names and stuff on them unless the person is gone you're you're still like you're hoping that that person doesn't do anything wrong and considering like the kind of culture we're in right now where people are being kind of like their their history is coming up against them and there's people being like banned and you know, yeah. or, or cancel culture, whatever it is. Like, <laughs> could you imagine if someone got a Trump tattoo like years ago because it was just like, you know, yeah, like the sign of like power and business and <laughs> just saying. And now, and now they're like, uh... uh, what if their political beliefs were very different? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I've had friends who stand by their tattoos. There's some people I know who've got some weird tattoos on them. And they stand by them. Like I had a friend in college who had a tattoo that was um, very large. That was like one of the Simpsons characters. Okay. Um. So, I mean, you're stuck with that for life. You know, I can't yeah. remember which one he had, but let's just say it was Bart Simpson. You know, like you're going to have Bart on you for the rest of your life. Could you imagine someone doing that with like a South Park character? Someone somewhere um, has, I'm sure. Oh, 100%. But yeah. I, I remember a daycare teacher in when I was like in el- elementary school, I guess, may- maybe fifth grade. I had to go to like this summer daycare camp at my church while my mom worked. Mm-hmm. And I remember the daycare teacher, he had Tigger tattooed on his ankle. Uh huh. And I just remember even as like at the like age of nine or 10, I mean, I just remember even at that age, I was like, Tigger is a weird thing for this grown man to have tattooed on his ankle. (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly. I think uh, if I think back on all the things that I've wanted in the past few years, like or not years, the past few decades that I was like, I would like that as a tattoo. Oh, that means a lot to me. I wish I'd done that, you know. I I look back now and I don't think there's a single one of those things that I'm like, I regret not getting it. You're like, versus I think I, if I had it, I'd almost be like, Meh. you know? Yeah. But uh, I, I, I think Lin- Lindsay has a few different tattoos, but she's got one that she actually did remove. It was behind her ear. Oh, really? Uh-huh. She had... um. Uh, vampire bite marks. Oh, yeah. But I think uh, I think when she she got that done, I'm pretty sure before she went into law school. I can't remember when she got it done, and I don't know if she got rid of it just because she just didn't want it anymore, or if it was just because like you could see it when she'd put her hair back and stuff. And if that's why uh-huh. she was like, maybe I don't want bite marks back there. But I think you can still see kind of an outline of it. I know, like I said, I think I think sometimes. You know, you get like little scars from it. I don't think hers is really noticeable, but could you imagine some of those people who get like tattoos like all across like their chest, their neck, or like on their face? I mean, some those people like they I think some of those people just like embrace it and they like love it and that's just like how they roll. I could I could not live that lifestyle. <laughs> um I mean I so like I, I like my tattoo. I'm my tattoo is very meaningful and I like have no regrets about it. It's a ladybug, which is not normally something that you would just pick, but it's because it has so much meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like, it's so, it's really funny that, and I, but I don't have any, I don't think I have any desire to like go and get another 
tattoo or anything like that. Like I'm, I think I'm good with this. Um, but it's really funny because like I met Will and he, he's not like a huge tattoo fan or person, but he, he's just like, whatever. Like I met him and he was like, Oh, a nice girl. Like she doesn't even have any tattoos or anything. And then I think like four weeks after I met him and we had started kind of dating and stuff, I was like, Oh, by the way, I'm going to go get a tattoo on Saturday. And he was just, (laughs) and he was just like, Oh, but he was like, yeah, you'd already hooked me by then. So he was like, whatever. (laughs) That is funny, though. I know there have been people who are like, I don't like tattoos on people or I don't like piercings or I don't like this or that. Um, It's funny how that can change if you meet the right person, you know? Yeah. Um, Because I know people who said like, I don't like tattoos on guys or I don't like tattoos on girls. And then they end up dating someone or and funny enough, they all they both end up getting tattoos or piercings or whatever. But. Like, I actually, I did have a boyfriend one time, uh, well, I guess ex-boyfriend, he, who said, um, <laughs> I remember him actually saying to me after I got my nose pierced, uh, um, what was it? Uh, you know my thoughts on that. And I was just like, um, don't care. <laughs> yeah, like- First of all, it's a nose piercing. It can literally come out whenever I wanted to, and it will not leave a scar. Or even if it does, it's a little dot. You know what I mean? Like it was like, oh my god, I didn't like tattoo something across my forehead. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, but it was like a disgusted look. Like you know what I think about those. And I was like, um, um. <laughs> well, it's a good thing someone didn't shove a needle through your nose. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. But I mean, but I've had uh, that same thing. I've heard people actually say that about tattoos. Like I don't like tattoos on people, but. Uh, I mean, it's not, if it's not your body, I don't, I don't know if it really matters. Um, I do, oh, I mean, you know, granted, we are making fun of some people with tattoos. So <laughs> I guess you do have to leave yourself open to some public shaming in some way if you get something that it's kind Ooh. of like art in general. Like art is, is a matter of taste and some people are going to like it and some people are definitely going to be like, wow, you made a very big mistake. <laughs> well, I think you also, if you're going to get a tattoo, like make sure... You're, especially if it's like a really detailed drawing or really detailed piece of art, like make sure you're going to a qualified tattoo artist mm-hmm. and not just Billy Joe, like at the back alley tattoo joint. Oh, yeah. If you want something artistic, then you need to design that out and go to someone you like, research the artist. It's permanent. You know, well, yeah. uh, mo- for the most part, it's permanent. Uh, it's going to leave something behind if you get it removed or covered up or whatever. But like, yeah, you should probably put more research into it than I want a tattoo. I'm going to go here. Yeah. And like, <laughs> make sure like I would say like, um, whatchamacallit, Ariana Grande, like if you're going to get a symbol from a different language, make sure that you, you know, don't just pick one out of a book. Like I would definitely research it and make sure it says what it's supposed to say. Or I just want to tell you this last one because it's really funny. Um, Hayden Pantiera, um, no regrets. Um, she got live without regrets in Italian and she spelled it wrong in Italian. Oh my gosh. No, that's just so bad. So, so bad. she spelled no, no regrets no in regards. Italian. No regrets, but oh, in Italian. man. No. In, in Italian. Spelled wrong in Italian. Okay. Ha, has there ever been like a quote that you've wanted put on your body? Because I know like a lot of people do that. That became real popular a few years back and it was just like 
everyone, it seemed like, was getting, like, quotes put on them. Oh, yeah. I think I've had a, probably a lot of different quotes that I've wanted to put on, like, especially, like, but it's changed so much. Like, I think one time when I was, like, in a hardcore Harry Potter phase, I think there was, like, some Harry Potter quote I probably wanted to, like, tattoo. Um, I'm over that now. So, like, glad I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm sure I have a bunch of quotes on my Pinterest board that, like, I would, but, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I kind of like having uh, a symbol on like, I like what I have because it's a story behind it. I know the story and I can tell the story to people. And, but other people might see something, might see a ladybug and be like, oh, it's just a ladybug. But like, I'd rather tell a story myself instead of just people see a quote and they're like, oh, that quote. Oh, okay. I can just define you by that quote. Yeah. See, I, I think I agree with you on that. I love a good tattoo story. Like uh, Marshall's got one tattoo on his arm, but it has a story. It has symbolism behind it. Um, my sister, my oldest sister has a tattoo on her wrist and it's it's actually kind of humorous in some ways, but it's serious to her. But like it's a conversation starter all the time and it's got a great story to it. Like that is a it is a thought provoking like and humorous and also really sweet tattoo, you know, and then um, but uh, at the same time, like I know some people who just get stuff. I, I love a person that will just be like, I'll be like, oh, man, I really like that on your arm or whatever. If it's, it's, it's visible and I ask, like, what's the meaning behind that? And they go, I just really liked it. Like, sometimes that's just as nice to be like it thinking of it like it's a canvas and art. I just really mm-hmm. liked it and it was really pretty, but it's it's. You know, you got to think about it a little bit because it's either needs to be artistic or I feel like some sort of like sentimentality behind it. But if you're ever going to do a quote, one, definitely think about it from all points of view, because, this, you know, again, this this poor girl. I mean, I don't know if you ever would have thought (laughs) that there would have been a pandemic and anti-mask and all of that. But like (laughs) her tattoo being in such a visible spot and a quote, nonetheless, it it had such a sweet meaning to it until it no longer had a good meaning to it because it's going to be like interpreted wrong over and over again for the rest of her life i mean uh she's surely she'll get it removed right i i don't know i think people have asked her about it but i don't think she has plans to do that yet but she's also what i think i said was like 25 years old like that's a, it's an expensive process to get a tattoo removed <laughs> and especially uh, one that she just got like a year ago <laughs> somebody remove it for her for free like somebody show some pity I know, someone should at least offer <laughs> like i feel like that would if anything that would be like the best advertisement for that tattoo removal place to be to give this person <laughs> free uh a, a couple of sessions because you got to do multiple sessions or or like see if they can change it to say something else that's like Johnny Depp, when he changed his, I think it was like Winona Forever, he changed it to uh, Wino Forever. Uh huh. Yeah. So maybe they can just alter it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you also got to think about direction on those things. I remember I, I've always liked, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of like flowers as art and stuff. And I was like, man, I think I'd really like it if I got like a flower tattoo or something. And I was like, maybe even like a Hawaiian flower since that's part of my heritage. And so, to test it out one time, I was like, I want one on my wrists. And um, 
because at one point I was like, I want it on the back of my neck. But then I was like, but then I'll never see it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to get on my wrist. And that started to become a popular thing. People were getting wrist tattoos. And I love a good wrist tattoo. But mm-hmm. like, um, they, uh, this person like did this flower and it had like a certain kind of design. So there was clearly an up and a down. Like, which some designs, they're pretty much just like on there and from all directions, they look great. There was a clear, like, this is the top, this is the bottom. And they did a, I, I got a henna tattoo just to test it out with this design. And I remember being so annoyed because the person didn't even ask, which way do you want it to face? And I was just like, oh, I want it facing this way. So that, the way I'll see it. And it looked great. But then anytime anyone wanted to see it, I had to like stick my arm up in this weird way <laughs> to show it off. And I was just like, well, I really got it. I got that done. It's like a, a henna tattoo because it was just like I really after two weeks was like no I don't ever want to get that right there or I would modify the design so that it didn't have like the way it was positioned it would not cause that same issue right but it's just interesting did you think about that when you got like your ladybug on there like yeah I mean yeah orientation (laughs) yeah well and because I got like a matching tattoo with a friend who had like been through the same like experience I had. And so we like talked about it, talked about what we wanted. I think the only thing is the guy made them slightly bigger. I thought, I think we both thought we were getting like a smaller one, but it like, it worked out like with the design he did and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. That is cute though. Yeah, man. So that's pretty funny. Now, now I'm just <laughs> just thinking about it, though. It's funny, even though we're talking about all the wor- things that go wrong with a tattoo, it makes me want a tattoo. Oh, no. I, well, granted, I've always wanted one, but like. Oh, right, right. But see, but it's just you would be so careful in like planning it. And I think that's my problem, though, is like why I haven't gotten one. It's like I can never settle on one. I'm like, man, I write, really, really like this design. And then I like think about it later and I'm like, but I also really used to like that design. And now I hate it. <laughs> the indecision is the problem. Mm-hmm. I put so much emphasis on it. I feel like I'll be one of those people that's just like either I'm going to get like one or two like really good tattoos to have like a really good symbolism to it. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to be that person that's just like, all right, I already got one. Let's just make it a sleeve now. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Trina with a sleeve. Trina with a sleeve. I don't know about that, actually. <laughs> hashtag, no. hashtag no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. I wonder if anyone's ever done that and like put that on themselves. Uh, like on purpose? On purpose. Like, because they thought it was funny. Like... Just think mm. about that. If you think about that for a second, I bet you can think of at least one person. I feel like everyone listening right now should do that. Think, is there someone in your life that you know now or in the past, like when they were younger, would have probably put no regrets on themselves on purpose, spelled incorrectly because they thought it was funny. I mean, I, I feel like I just looking back and thinking about people I knew from college, like there's at least a handful of probably yeah. frat boys that I probably know that probably would have been like, that's funny. Let's do it. <laughs> just to like troll people. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yes. That yes. is funny. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Well, 
If you're out there and you're thinking of getting something tattooed on you, you know, like if you're a really big fan of the Champagne Way and you want to get that tattooed on you, you just let us know. We'll send you the logo. <laughs> yes. But also... Great. Be a forever sponsor of the Champagne Way. That's right. <laughs> but also make wise choices because you never know if one day you're going to be like, man, I don't like champagne no more. Just saying. Someone somewhere out there probably has a Bud Light can tattooed on themselves and has since gone to rehab. Just saying. <laughs> that person probably exists in this world. <laughs> oh, this is like the look on Jess's face right now. It's not even like a visual laugh. It's like it's, it's, it's just a scowl like and a nodding of the head like, yeah, that exists somewhere in this world. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You got to think about yourself 50 years from now, guys. <laughs> Make good decisions. Make good decisions. That's right. All right. All right. It is time for Treat of the Week. Treat yourself. Treat, treat, treat yourself. All right. So we've got Lindsay's Treat of the Week because mm-hmm. she, even though she can't be here with us on the show, she she wanted to participate and I've got to read this like verbatim because all of the things that she wrote me are just hilarious and you can almost like picture them in Lindsay tone of voice. But uh-huh. her treat of the week is Tesculum Pearls, a prescription. It's a prescription for coughing, but makes you extremely tired. And then she wrote, thank God for drugs. <laughs> OK, sorry, I t- I was but it's called tesculum pearls. That's what she wrote. I know I've had like these little pearl things that the doctor's given me before for like a dry cough. Um, when it just like won't go away and they're, they're like, they're supposed to like work pretty good about like coating your throat and your chest. So you, you stop doing that. Like, <coughs> you know, but te- the, yeah, I think it's tesculum pearls. I thought it was a new type of jewelry that she got. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Prescription coughing medicine. Uh, I think I've had them before, but I don't remember them making me tired. But I agree with her. When 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 it comes time and you're sick, thank God for drugs. The, Amen. The good kind that helps with sickness, not the crazy kind that makes you hallucinate weird things. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait. Uh, I, I just realized she also put in another text that said, I like to call them tapioca beadlets. I don't, I don't know why she added that in, but that's just really kind of funny. <laughs> Maybe they're like boba pearls. Uh, they are. They, they, they're they like little, if they're the same ones that I've had, they're almost like a little clear, like pearl type thing. It's like kind of squishy, uh, kind of like a NyQuil, like, you know, how it's like squishy capsules. It's kind of like that, except for a little bit more clear and, hmm. and a lot smaller. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, what is your treat of the week? I finally found a cookie dealer and got some Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> a cookie dealer? I, I, <laughs> I saw you write that down, but I did not know what you were going to say with that. And I was really curious, but now I get it. Yeah. Oh, my God. That has been the thing this year. People have been all about, like, are worried about, like, where am I going to get my Girl Scout cookies from? Because, <laughs> you know, Girl Scouts aren't standing outside of the stores selling them. I, I know it. And so Will and I had a list of what type of cookies we wanted. And I have not seen any Girl Scouts anywhere. And like, I wanted to buy local and support Girl Scouts in Middle Tennessee. 
Um, and so finally, I went out walking in the neighborhoods just yesterday. Um, and I haven't been able to because of the crazy Tennessee snow and weather and stuff. Um, and this house that I like that always decorates for the holidays, they go all out. And they have this wrought iron fence and they had a sign. And I was like, what does this say? And it was like, Girl Scout cookies here. And it was like, take a flyer. And I picked out a flyer from the Amazon puffy packet. And it like had the information and it had a number that I could text. So literally a cookie dealer. (laughs) Wait, and they're still selling them right now? Well, so like today was supposed to be the last day, but they extended it a week here in Middle Tennessee because of the snow. So I literally texted this lady named Sherry and I was like, hi, my name is Jess. I walked the neighborhoods on my lunch break. I saw your sign at your house. Can I order some cookies? So I like literally conducted this entire order via text um, and then paid Sherry via Venmo and then went back to her house and picked up my cookies. And she was so nice. And um, so I got my cookie fix and I also got to donate some cookies to like the soldiers at Fort Campbell. They do like hugs for soldiers where they donate cookie boxes Um, And so it was so nice. She was so nice. I met a new neighbor and got some cookies. Okay. I love that. I had a friend that posted about it online, uh, but it was like a month ago. And she was like, my daughter's selling cookies. And she did like a little video on Instagram with her daughter. And so we had been wondering the same thing. So we ordered cookies through her and got them like a week or two later. And uh did the same thing like venmode um and they were able to drop them off like locally since we knew them and everything they were like we're doing like no contact delivery on doorsteps and um (laughs) we've already gone through our cookies (laughs) and we're already out because we uh, we didn't get that many and now i'm like regretting it i'm like i want more cookies i so i thought i thought we had missed our window of opportunity but now i'm like if we can still get some i'm gonna get some more cookies (laughs) yeah i would i think you can like go to like girl scouts of like middle tennessee and according to sherry they've extended it through march 7th because of all the snow well i'm gonna do that because our household could use some cookies this week just saying yeah Yeah. so check it out awesome so what about you what'd you treat yourself to this week so i have a very odd treat of the week (laughs) I think all of our treat of the weeks are usually pretty odd, but um, I got a new hammock chair. Okay. So this was like a, I think it was like on TikTok at first, but I'm not on TikTok, but someone shared it on like Instagram and it was like someone, I don't know if you saw like earlier in the year, someone was doing this like with uh, the pandemic, this girl had gotten on there and was just like, um, girl you're not gonna do that no i'm not gonna do that oh girl i just did it and it was like a little thing that kind of went around well people started taking that and like taking that voiceover from this girl and i think she was originally talking about a haircut and um (laughs) this person did it for this chair and it was like like no i'm not gonna do it and it was like a picture of this like buying this chair from walmart like the advertisement and then it was just like girl i did it and you just see this like adult human just like in this chair that's like a chair but it's a hammock in like chair size and like she had her whole self like wrapped up in it and like rocking in it and it's like a camper chair so it folds up 
and it's compact, but like you can set it out and it's like a hammock chair. Anyway, so I naturally was like, that looks awesome. I'm going to go Google that. <laughs> and I did. And it was on sale because that was the whole thing she had posted about was like, it's on sale right now. And so I, I looked it up and I'm like, it, it, it sold out like immediately everywhere within, I think, like 10 minutes of this thing going viral on like Instagram and TikTok. And anyways, I ended up, it, it came back in stock and I ordered one because there were so many comments on there from people who were like, oh my God, this has been a lifesaver during pandemic because my kid can't go to the park anymore. And it's like a swing that you can fold up and put away. And I was like, oh my God, that's genius. So I got it. We got it in the mail like yesterday. It's so awesome. It literally is like a little hammock that you can like swing in, but it's like sitting style. And then I can set Waylon in it and like rock him. And it's like a kid hammock and I can set it up in the house or out in the front yard or in the backyard or on the deck. And it's so easy to wrap up and like put away. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm super happy about it. If you want to know what it's it's called, it's it like, I think if you look up steel frame hammock camping chair, You'll find it. Um, and I, it's it's sold at Walmart. It's like Ozark Trail hammock chair. But okay. yeah, everyone should look into it. It is amazing. Um, and then also my bonus treat of the week. I've just got to ask about this. If you ever like see online, like you buy something and it's like you're like a dollar away from like the free shipping. And you're like, no, I need to get. I'm going to get free shipping, but if I can't get free shipping, the uh, like if I can't find something for a dollar, like I'm going to spend up to the amount of what shipping would cost me because either way, that money's being spent whether you buy something or not. Like, do you ever get yourself little bonus purchases because of that? Uh, yeah. Well, I ended up doing that because of this chair. I was one dollar away from having free shipping, but if I didn't, then I was going to have to pay six dollars for shipping oh i mean might as well buy something exactly and i couldn't find anything for like a dollar that i wanted because i was like i don't want to just make it a junk purchase um and so i ended up checking like their uh uh sales and clearance and i ended up getting like this uh sherpa zip up jacket for (laughs) for six dollars and i was just like win-win to me that's like a free jacket because i would have spent that money on shipping regardless so exactly. it's my extra treat bonus treat of the week was that I got a little jacket and it's my no shipping purchase. <laughs> I like that. That's what I, I, I always balance those things out. But Marshall, I think always shakes his head at me like that, that, that doesn't count. Like you spent more money. You, they won. <laughs> but you were going to have to spend it on shipping. Exactly. So now I got something instead of just paying for shipping. I got a jacket. I, I mean, if that was like pretty much going to be the same cost that shipping was going to be. Uh, in the end, I technically saved a dollar because shipping, I think, was going to be it was like five ninety nine or six ninety nine. And then the jacket after having to spend the dollar to get to that point. I mean, I, I, I actually spent less. So I'm just saying win win it to me. That means it balances out. It's like a free jacket. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> Uh, but if anyone else does that, I'd like to know just so that I can prove to my husband that I'm not the only one. So now I've got at least Jess. Jess, you do it too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Who do doesn't it. do that? I feel like you're just making bad decisions if, in life if you just are like, no, I'll just pay the fee. <laughs> Get your priorities in check and treat yourself. Treat yourself. 
All righty, it is time for Drink About It. Drink. Good or bad, vent-worthy or celebratory, what are you drinking about this week? Up first, from Lindsay. I've got, no. This is the long one. This is the fun long one. This is word for word what Lindsay has texted into me. This is the... <laughs> and it is profane. Fuck Tennessee weather and the dome of fuckery Nashville is it is in. Um, <laughs> I've had two significant sinus surgeries over the years and I still get the crud. Uh, Nashville's weather is bipolar and it pisses... Uh, it, it says and it pisses as hell but I think it me she meant to say it pisses me off <laughs> for a few days it's 20 degrees with a few feet of snow give it two days and my three-year-old is jumping in the last of the snow pantsless because it's almost 70 degrees <laughs> I have lost my voice and my neck is visibly swollen it hurts to turn my head from side to side oh and every time I cough which is 10,000 times a minute I pee myself thanks to my womb gremlin <laughs> the faster we can figure out how to get me to space the better i mean there's no pollen up there right <laughs> that's right which i forgot about that completely we were going to talk about the whole thing of trying to send Lindsay to space we're gonna have to save that for the next episode because i want i think it's better to talk about when Lindsay is here uh yes yes we'll have to save that because Lindsay and going to space we just got to make it happen guys um, yeah. she is also excited about Rory's birthday party, but the sickness has been kind of putting her behind on the crafting. Uh, she's also excited that Nashville is finally getting a Whataburger this fall and that we're getting another Trader Joe's in Cool Springs, which is awesome because I hate driving to Green Hills. <laughs> yeah, the one in Green Hills, uh, really sucks in terms of parking. Uh, yeah, that's the worst parking lot ever. Yeah, it's the worst. So... Um, and I've never had Whataburger before, so I'll be curious to try that. I don't think I've had a Whataburger, but uh, everyone has like claimed it to be the best burger ever, especially if you're from Texas. So I am excited to try one. I yeah. feel like the line will be around the building and down the street for like the first year. I know. It'll be like Chick-fil-A status. Yeah, I still haven't eaten at the Shake Shack that we got here. I mean, I have, I've had Shake Shack before, but I still... Haven't eaten at the one that we've gotten here. We had shakes at the Shake Shack, but we haven't had anything else there. And their line system is flawed. That's all I'm going to say about that. Gross. Uh, I I prefer Joyland, which is a great uh, local burger place from Sean Brock of like Husk. It's delicious uh, burgers and they do spiked uh, milkshakes that are Really simple and delicious. Ooh, I always love a good one. Good yeah. spiked one. Um, all righty. Jess, what are you drinking about this week? Um, my drink about it is kind of boring. I could say work stuff, but I don't really want to talk about work. So we know I'm probably drinking about that. Um, uh, let me just drink about a cat update. Yeah. Uh, I don't can't remember if I mentioned this before. Uh, but you know, we we're trying to feed the cats. We're trying well to keep them warm and fed, and also because I'm trying to get them to move in to my house. Yep. Um, but uh, one time we tried to feed them, and it was not a cat; it was a possum. Did I mention this before? That there's a no, possum? not at all. Okay. Well, wow. 
So this is before it snowed, um, but there was movement on the patio per the ring camera. And um, it was not a cat. Um, it was, uh, and Will was like, come here. He was like, come here. And I was like, what is it? What is it? And it was a possum and it freaked me out. It was out there at the same time as like the baby cat. And the baby cat was like, what the hell is this? Um, and the possum like wouldn't go away for a while. And he just like hung around and, uh, possums like weird me out. Like they're just weird critters. I, like, I know they're just doing their own thing, but like, I, bleh, bleh. we, we had a possum caught in a raccoon trap at our house one time. We had, we knew we had raccoons that were climbing up in our, our balcony and, or on our back deck and then like up into our roof. Uh-huh. We had to get that taken care of. And so we ended up trapping them um, with a company that would trap the animals and then bring them out to this like pasture. Um, and so they caught two raccoons and then they thought they'd caught a third one. And it turns out it was a possum, which we knew we had some possums because we'd seen one or two up on our, our deck as well in the past. And um, they caught it and they ended up taking it away, I think, or I can't remember if we told them to set it free, but they, they told us like, it's good to actually keep possums around for some reason uh, over raccoons. And I can't remember what it was, but they're actually not as bad as having like a raccoon in your yard. I mean, I believe that if it had been a raccoon as adorable as I think those trash pandas are. Oh, they're so adorable. They're so adorable, but they're so smart. Mm-hmm. And they get into everything. And I remember one night walking back from the train when I lived in Boston, like walking back from class. And I was walking down the sidewalk to get to my apartment. And a troop, I think they're a troop of raccoons, were all like in a tree. And they all came down the tree from the same time. And I just stopped and looked at them. And they stopped and looked at me. And I like crossed the street. <laughs> Because I was like, what are they about to do? And then they all just kind of like scampered on down. But I was like, they're about to start some trouble. <laughs> they're going to come after you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but yeah. Uh, so we had a possum and I was just like, oh, I was like, we're going to have to just like stop feeding the cats. Like, I was like, we can't have possums on the patio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we, thankfully, it went away. We haven't had any possums since. But I did learn from our nice upstairs neighbor lady that um, this is not the first litter that Mama Cat has had. Um, So Mama Cat apparently just gets busy and pops them out. And so that just discourages me that she's not going to come in and live with us and that baby cat's not going to come in and live with us and that they're just going to keep on living their wild lifestyle and just fly on by and have nibbles from us and so i'm a little discouraged and i'm drinking about that oh well i mean baby cat there's still hope i mean even with the older cat like depending on how old she is um i mean feral cats they are a little bit harder to tame but sometimes they do surprise you and like decide when they want a place of comfort like they'll come in um I mean, that's how Charlie was. We we still have like moments with him where it's like you can tell he really wishes he was still outside. And mm-hmm. then there's moments that you can tell he'll cuddle up to us and he's just like so thankful. Like I we joke about it all the time, like that he says thank you to us. 
for like especially on like those cold days and stuff when he'll go outside he'll he's the only one who is running in and out with the snow on the catio he we, we, we still let the door open so if they wanted to go out through their pet door and he would run out there play in the snow and then come in and be like oh thanks for giving me a place that's all nice and warm but also i'm still gonna go run outside and sit in the snow because i'm a weirdo yeah so, <clears throat> so they always have their little tendencies i think it's great if uh if you bring an outdoor cat indoors, that they still get the option to sometimes go outside, just because the, yeah. they still have those instincts. They still want to, even if it's yeah. not safe for them. Like we're still glad we brought him in because he would have been eaten by a fox by now. He also doesn't have the wit to get away from one. <laughs> we what? actually had a raccoon uh, come onto our deck right after we finished the catio. We had one spot in the roof that was still open and um, didn't have the fencing on it, and. Uh, Marshall said that he saw a raccoon make it into the, the the porch and all the cats come scampering inside except for Charlie who literally just like walked right by the, the raccoon and was just like, sup. Oh <laughs> Did, didn't flinch, didn't try to run in the house, did nothing, just kind of walked by like, hey, sup, don't Bless mess with my area. <laughs> Bless. Right? Uh no. Um, any other about? Nope. 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 For me. Um. All right. So this week, I oh man, we've had the week. We've had a very interesting week. Interesting two weeks, but mostly interesting week. Um. Marshall <laughs> broke his broke or fractured his ankle or his foot. Oh. I'm not sure. Uh, no. Again and oh, yeah. again. And so that just sucks. At least he's not out playing still because that was always worse. So Mm -hmm. I think this might be the first time that he's actually going to like take it easy and like let it heal like it should. So hopefully Mm -hmm. we won't have an issue like this again anytime soon. But like he's in the past, like it's always been the case. He's like fractured it or sprained it. And it was like always on like a Thursday and he would have shows booked Friday, Saturday and Sunday that he couldn't miss in like somewhere else in the u.s and it was just like he'd have to go he'd, he'd literally look at the doctor and be like so if i wear the boot all the time except for for like these two hours where i'm going to be like banging on drums do you think it'd be okay and the doctor would always look at him like what do you think like and <laughs> but he, if he was gonna do it anyways like he had to like who you know <laughs> he can't yeah. cancel who's gonna memorize an entire show in like that many hours or get be able to travel and all that so he's done it so many times and this is the first time that he has literally nowhere to go, nothing to do that he can't do while sitting on his butt at home. So he actually has time to kind of heal. And Good. So I'm kind of excited about that. It's just in the fact that he, like, not that he hurt himself, but that he can actually, like, heal properly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, between that and our baby getting a mysterious rash that we don't know what is causing that, like, he... Yeah, that's just a whole other thing. It doesn't seem to bother him, but to me and Marshall, we're like, oh, what happened? Why do you have this rash? Um, that, it's, it's, it's been a week. It's been one of those weeks. And yeah. that all took place yesterday. So, oh, no. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's how I feel about the last 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in good news, I, I have a new job that I can't talk anything about, but it's awesome and I'm enjoying it. And our schedules are working out for it. And I'm not going to have to put Waylon in daycare. And it's just great. And hopefully, like I said, a new car is in our future. So all things otherwise are looking up, you know? 
So you got the you got the good and the bad kind of balancing. Yeah, yeah. And it also means I get to test drive all the new cars because Marshall can't drive nowhere. (laughs) Sorry, Marshall. Sorry, Marshall. (laughs) So yeah. Anyways, uh, that that that's it. That's it. Do you got any more uh, drink about it? No, I mean I'm just drinking. I'm drinking that it's going to be the end of February and we're going into March. Oh yeah. According to uh, uh, Nashville's 12 Seasons, uh, we've got one more winter before real spring. So, you know, March is a sign of that. Hopefully we'll get through April without a snowstorm. <laughs> you know what? That that third or whatever winter can shove it. <laughs> uh, my thoughts exactly, but I feel like it's inevitable. This that that That's going to be the, the follow-up to 2020 is that we're going to have the year of like a snowstorm in April. <laughs> You know what, Puxatani Phil or whatever, you can just mm-hmm. take it and shove it. You can shove it. That's you right. Can, you can go up to space too. That's right. And on that note, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Be sure to check out our website at thechampagneway.com to submit your champagne shoutouts and drink about it. Don't forget to join our Champagners group on Facebook and follow us online at The Champagne Way. Thanks to our podcast network and the producers at The Second Sound. Please be sure to like and subscribe to The Champagne Way on whichever streaming platform you use. This has been a Second Sound production. Thanks for listening. Cheers. <laughs>